podcast. Welcome to Conversations. What's up, everybody? This is our space to bring more courage, compassion, wonder, connection. Just a space of listening and understanding um, through conversations and spending time with each other. And this week's episode is a special one because it involves Philine Cuisine, Phil and Carlene, who are um, two members of EIKES, um, our nonprofit who go way back helping us with camps to helping us with Let's Get Talking, which is one of our main programs in EIKES, which is built around um, dialogue and conversation and understanding. And they've been instrumental in all that we do. And they just got married this past weekend in Zion National Park. It was an amazing experience to say the least. It was there was so much, um, so many dynamics going into it. Um, one being that they really used people power for their wedding. They didn't have a wedding planner. Um, Carlene and Phil planned it all, and it was a very intimate wedding. There was only about thirty to thirty-five people that came out to the park um, to witness the wedding. We got on shuttles. We went out to this spot called the Temple of Sinawava. If you're able to look it up, it's a beautiful uh, valley-like area in the back of the park um, by the Narrows. But just the landscape behind Phil and Carlene, it really looks like a painting when you look at the pictures. But adding that type of nature, they got us a Airbnb for a small group of us, which was actually where they held the reception uh, for the wedding. So to be able to prepare and help with the house and to help run errands and to help uh, be trusted in the creation of the wedding and the atmosphere was super powerful, super meaningful as well. Um, I think uh, in, in the dynamics of just driving out to Utah, you know, um, out we stayed in St. George, but uh, to get out there, you would drive through California into Vegas through to Arizona, then you come into Utah. So even just the changing landscapes and that dynamic was added to the experience, um, getting tested and making sure that everybody was negative um, to then meeting the family and coming in that night into a 20s party. Um, and then just, you know, the election uh, vibes that are going around with the current times. You, you know that people are coming from different areas. Um, so you're like, is that is that going to make a difference? Is that going to um, are we going to have to be careful and watch our ways, or is there going to be, you know, friction? Hopefully not. And and to be honest, no, that was there was none of that. You know, to I think the beautiful piece of that is, Carlene and Phil really invited the people closest to them. So I think everybody came in with that understanding of that that it's a very meaningful to be invited. There was to hold that space and to come in and be authentic and to support and to come from that just place of love, like to really hold them down in whatever they needed throughout the weekend. And it was just a dope example to be like, man, when people lead with that, what the experience brings and the context and the relationships that you can build coming from that place, even though people don't um, know each other, you know, but you're connected to each other. And as you build throughout the weekend, those relationships become more meaningful. Um, and so in this episode, you're going to hear us. <laughs> it's at the end of the world when 
weekend. Uh, we're actually in uh, Esther's RAV4 in a Panda Express uh, in Victorville, California. Um, I think it's almost like 10, almost 10 at night. <laughs> and then six of us packed in there. Just to, to recap over the weekend, because Phil and Carlene were on the go, and they did so much, and they set so much up. And we got to meet many, 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 many beautiful people. So um, just to give you context of a few of the people that you hear us talk about, um, I'll go through the list we have. I mean, you'll hear Phil and Carlene talk about mom, dad. You'll hear us talk about Roger, who is Carlene's stepdad. And then you'll hear um, us also talk about Sam, who is Carlene's brother, who is building a home in Washington right now. He's in a uh, outside of Bellingham in a bit of a remote area. So he is doing that um, with himself and a buddy. Super fascinating dude. Um, here, let's talk about Danielle, who is a friend that is up in Eugene, Oregon, and she actually runs, she has a home, but it's uh, almost like a hostel. She actually, it's called the hostel, and she lives there with international students that she houses it out to, and she actually lives in a sprinter van out in the driveway so that she can give the rooms of the house to students that need it. Um, there was Aaron, who is or Carlene's best friend, goes all the way back, who lives currently in Hawaii with her daughter Esther and then her sister Alex and her parents, um, Lisa and Bill, they're the Montgomery's, so Hawaii. And then Alex was in Omaha, Nebraska, and then Bill and Lisa were in Florida, and then they are actually, um, Lisa is uh, has a business where she helps um, people travel to kind of uh, remote nature locations super fascinating we had we got to chat on the on the shuttle on the way out to zion um, on the way to the actual ceremony and there was blue and ed blue is a photographer ed is a dj um an artist uh, so to be able to be with them uh within the house so you have and then you have phil's family uh, mom and dad, and then uh, a few of the aunts and uncles from Korea that are Korean. And so it's a really interesting dynamic. You also, it's that convergence of Utah, Los Angeles with the Korean culture. And um, yeah, it's just a, a powerful experience, I think, on, on a human connection level to understand and to see that and to question yourself and to examine those things and then experience that it's really much, you know, we add so many things to our minds. Uh, uh, things are actually just really simple in that leading with the, the love or like focusing on the connection or focusing on what to build on. Because we'll always, we'll always have things that we'll be different on. We'll always have opinions and we'll always have spaces in which we can beg to differ. I think this weekend and the way that Carlene and Phil planned it was just to focus on that love and appreciation, focus on that gratitude and, and come together around that. And it was a, it was powerful. It was really, really was powerful. And then to, to combine the nature element of Zion um, and to be in a smaller setting. Yeah, there's, there's a, 
um, something to that. I think whether you're planning your own wedding or you're doing it really intimate, um, yeah, this is different. Something I, I've never experienced. So, yeah, check out the interview here. We just sit in the car with them for about 20 minutes just to get some thoughts before they took off. And now they're in their honeymoon in Hawaii right now uh, before they start their life in Utah. And shout out to Phil for, you know, um, making that move to Utah and to um, pick up his life from L.A. and um, do that to start his family and to bring some love that way. So check it out. Here you go. Are you, are you in the whirlwind right now? Uh, no, I'm like tired from driving a little bit, but I don't know. I don't feel whirlwindish, do you? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say whirlwind would be a good adjective to describe the last three days of your wedding? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. The, the day of the wedding for me didn't feel like a whirlwind, which was nice, mm. but the day before and today were both very hectic, mm-hmm. very, very crazy. But the day of the wedding didn't feel like a whirlwind to me, probably because of all the all the travel. 45-minute drive with my uncle and the bridesmaids to Zion. Nice, nice time to just chat and laugh. And then the shuttle ride, too. So I feel like it helped me not be rushing from thing to thing because of all the transportation and just looking at the scenery and stuff, so... Day of felt nice. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about. I mean, we've been talking about this. Is what we really like to, to chat is just like experience of. This is so different from anything. I don't think any of us have experienced within a wedding space. But the idea of how intimate everything was, and the concept of it being like a people-powered wedding, mm-hmm. and then the idea of it having only 30 people Mm -hmm. and then the idea on top of that of everybody being in one space together like living with each other Mm -hmm. and then it really gave insight into your lives more and the people you're Mm -hmm. involved with and then there's like very magical magical ways that unfold when you're with everybody in the house and talking to them of like oh that's why they're here Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that's why Carlene is close with them. Mm-hmm. Just learning from Danielle's background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Blue's background. Mm-hmm. To seeing Aaron and Alex and the family. And, yeah, yeah. Maybe like uh, in the in the back backdrop of America. Divided America. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> if you look at the makeup of the 30 people who came, you know. And we were just reflecting on like there was a, there's Florida, Utah, Washington, Oregon, <clears throat> Uganda, <laughs> L.A. Right, like, but everyone just got along really well, mm-hmm. right? But I wonder if there were, um, like, maybe assumptions or preconceived thoughts of like who people would be, and then if there were any like reflections on who they actually ended up being once you spend time with them. Well, we knew all the parties. Yeah, that that'd be a coming. question for you guys. That's for you guys. <laughs> like, what, you know, what yeah. assumptions did you have yeah. about the Utah folks or the yeah. uh, What did you think of my farmer uncle who's... <laughs> he farmed from... Oh. Sorry, were you done finishing? Sure, your go for it. 
He farmed from teenage years all the way to retirement, and then he moved down to St. George. So. And now he just goes off on back roads in his Jeep and hikes and just explores. Volunteers at the Bureau of Land Management. Whoa. So. Yeah. This is Uncle Bill? No, Same. I Uncle do Steve. have an Uncle Bill, but that is another story for another Bill time. Is he was Lisa's not there. Husband, that's yes. Aaron's Aaron's parents. That's right. a different yeah. Bill, but yeah. yeah. I well, <laughs> one assumption I had was Roger was like a middle-aged white man. Sorry. I thought Roger was white too. Yeah, yeah. So when I saw your mom standing next to Roger, I was like, "Is that is that like a sibling of uh, Carlene's mom, or like who is that?" Yeah, that's funny. That is funny. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah Roger Facklum, you, you would never yeah. expect. His dad was white, so he yeah. got the white last name, Facklum. His mother's Japanese. Japanese she still yeah. lives in Little Tokyo Towers, actually. Oh! Close to Skid Row. Yeah, she's alive and well. Yeah. So, yeah, Roger, not yeah. a not a tall white guy at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just letting Roger say that. Yeah. I'm like, because just talking to him, he is a riot, you know, and oh, he's he like, is. he's a handful. Yeah. And we were just, he was, it was discussing. We were talking about it, how he was so afraid to ask. He's, he's very like, there's like little idiosyncrasies to him, or there's little particulars, and we're not gonna. He's like, I love it. They're great. They're doing so much, you know. He's like, but just when I want to watch the news, and just they want to chit chat, chit. I can't hear the news. <laughs> and then. But then also like talked about, but also very loving, and then talking about how he wanted to ask for help from Phil, but he didn't, he didn't want to like overstep bounds, and, mm. and that Phil had already done a lot. So even him, like it was interesting to see him work through that. Of, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I can't. Oh no, don't do that. Like, don't do that. And then, he loved yeah. you guys. We oh, yeah. we just were watching him. We're like, oh, he's on cloud nine right now. He <laughs> loves talking. He loves new people. He loves conversation, wine. Yeah. He's like, he's so happy right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I heard him saying to uni on the way out, you're the coolest guy, man. You're the coolest guy, man. <laughs> Do you think people had any thoughts of, like, us L.A. folks? I think they thought we'd be snotty and... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> people were saying in the car, like, I yeah, so. I wonder, like, maybe about Carlene's had... friends, you know. Yeah. What they thought, you know, mm-hmm. people from L.A. would be like, or, I don't know. Question two. Yeah, well, they Under? didn't tell me what they might have thought before coming or anything uh, like that. But, oh, okay. um, and then my family didn't. I don't think my family conversed a lot with the friend group because they weren't staying at the house, other than my brother, Sam. Mm-hmm. He had a good time. He had a really good time, and that made me feel really, really happy. Um, but Caitlin and Danielle were both like, oh my god, everyone here is so amazing. Like, I need their contact info after. And, like, everyone was so welcoming. And Danielle was like, everyone was so nice. And so... I don't know what they thought before, but I know what yeah. they thought after. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they were, they were just like, 
a glow with positivity after, which made me feel a lot happier and made me forget the uh, the parts of the night that didn't work. Going but, back to, I think, the group, yeah. the people, I think everybody there was like, was a good person, you know? And so when you're amongst other good people, it's easy to be and feel comfortable with the goodness, right? There's no like weird, like friction. It's just mm -hmm. kind of like, oh, I can talk to you. There's no problem. And we can just kind of like bounce things off of each other, get to know one another. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and then and the intimacy to it because, you know, at, at the main Airbnb, it's mostly like younger folks, right? Like my parents have their own separate mm -hmm. Airbnb with their friends and, you know, um, Carly's family, they just already live out in St. George anyway, so. I think for the most part, yeah, it was, it was, it wasn't like a forced big event, you know, where you mm -hmm. just show up for all the, the fireworks and all the, mm -hmm. you know, it, the, the craziness of it, but just like, hey, come down, chill, relax, have a good weekend. And it makes you feel special too, so I think even that piece. Yeah, well, you guys are all special. Yeah, where you feel that, where you want to, you want to contribute, where everybody's like, oh, everybody here is like handpicked. Or they've been chosen. I mean, and we had to cut the list, yeah. you yeah. know, with, from the LA when we had to change a plan that because of COVID, because we knew that wasn't going to happen. So we really thought deliberately about, hey, if we can only have 35 people at Zion, who are the 35 people? So we had to, you know, really select. And I don't know. I mean, I I I, I think it was perfect with all the tables and all the spacing with that particular Airbnb because any more like even five more people like it would feel cramped already because we couldn't move the whole table and so mm -hmm. it kind of just worked out mm -hmm. perfectly yeah how what makes you know that Sam had such a good time um seeing him be open vulnerable sharing some of his thoughts and feelings with me which is really hard for him to do seeing him smiling laughing talking with you guys not just sitting on his phone in the corner and he's not a like a phone person per se but i mean he didn't know anybody mm. coming in and he has a bit more of a reserved personality from the get-go and a lot a lot on his mind as esther observed and so to see that he was relaxed and social and open I was very very uh happy when I saw that because mm -hmm. I didn't know if he was going to be grumbling that he had to be there and he didn't know anybody and he didn't have a car and you know so he wasn't like that at all and that made me mm. my He's... heart feel so happy <laughs> well yeah and then he was like saying how cool you two were mm -hmm. like when you guys mm -hmm. did the hike so yeah I'm like okay yeah, he, he said everyone here was so nice and and yeah, he had a he had a great time and seeing my brother get emotional, like seeing him get more teary eyed on the wedding day than I was, I was yeah. like, Wow mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah, the level of emotion was really astounding. This mm -hmm. my vantage point when we when Carlene when you had finally arrived and you and Phil were just like holding space together and getting ready to start and just like seeing mm -hmm. you could it was so palpable mm -hmm. why do you think it was so palpable <laughs> <laughs> um I think for me I, the night before Carlene was crying a lot mm -hmm. and I was like oh man wow well, okay should I 
know, I, I feel like I'm gonna cry, but I didn't feel anything then. Just kind of exci- nervous excitement. And then when I picked up my mom, or I went to their a- Airbnb, I like opened the door, and I'm like in my tuxedo, and she sees me, and then she's just like, <laughs> and then I think at that point, I was just like, oh my goodness, this is a momentous event for not just me and Carlene, but our families, our friends. Um, so, it was hard to, like, suppress that, you know, it was just like, it was so just, just release of all the years that we've talked about getting married, and all the planning, and then COVID happening, and then changing plans, and all the stress, and all the, ah, the craziness that goes into planning such a big event, especially, like, a destination one, and making sure that everything's going to be okay, and, you know, um, and it, yeah, it was just, like, to, to release all that, and, uh, felt this overwhelming sense of gratitude and love and just like acceptance and yeah it's just, it's a very powerful feeling I, I don't know I mean I don't cry much I really don't and no. so when I do it's like it's, I can't control it and that's like I don't know it's, it's a very interesting phenomenon I didn't <laughs> just this release like just yeah open the, the valve and she, I tried to hold it, but I couldn't, because then, I mean, she was just so, like, angelic-looking, too, and it was so beautiful, the whole, where we were, away from other people, other travelers, and, you know, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was amazing, you know, um, I don't think words can describe, but, yeah, I don't know if that answered your question. (laughs) Well, and Esther and Phil and I briefly talked about it while we were driving, to be, well, between Utah and Vegas, and I said, why do you think it is? We were talking about Sam getting emotional, or um, him tearing up a little, and I said, why is it that, you know, like, for a happy event, or something like this, a wedding, there is that element of, like, sadness, if they're not just tears mm. of joy, because usually mm. they're not just tears of pure joy, there is some other feeling in there, too, not just only joy. And um, Esther, what did you say? What did you that he's losing. You. Said that it's kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though it's like a brother sister relationship, even more powerful for the mothers. I think mm-hmm. like oh, like my my son or daughter is like yeah. Moving on. Moving so on and away from the nest. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah truly, yeah. like oh, now you're going to nest somewhere yeah. else. Like, but I hadn't mm. thought of that for mm. like a sibling relationship, and mm. and so when Esther said that, I was like, oh, I guess that, yeah, that does kind of make sense. Had not thought of it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's on his own journey, I think, and having gone through so many, um, a lot of sadness, yeah, yeah. in his life, and, and to then and then be reminded of moments of happiness is for anybody who's experienced a lot of sadness is like yeah it's very powerful I think I'd imagine so who wants to really be sad all the time and not too many people do right and so he like when he sees yeah the joy and happiness and the love I'm sure part of that toughness or that 
the iciness inside kind of melts away a little bit. I think, um, you know, it's, 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 you know, I'm not saying we have the same life or anything, but how, like, I went to Korea for a few years to try to figure myself out. It could be that this, this is the path mm-hmm. that he takes mm-hmm. in Washington for mm-hmm. however long, and, 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 and later, like, it will, you know, come back and things could be different and so on and so forth. So, mm-hmm. um, he's not gonna be 25 forever. Yeah, just a little, you know, where he's at now, but in five years might be different, and hopefully mm-hmm. in a better position. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think that's with all of us too, right? Like, sure. I'm not going to be 33 forever. Like, I'll hit 40 one year too, and 50 and so on. <coughs> Life's going to change, and um, yeah, I'm just really thankful that I get to try to craft uh, a family with. Caroline here and yeah we'll see how that goes not sure like what to expect but we're excited and, mm-hmm. yeah hoping for the best okay, I just have this question did you see any firsts from your parents in this experience my dad dancing <laughs> really that was the first time I've ever seen him dance really so yeah. he looked so comfortable yeah, yeah. which was surprising not I was like, so good too, too. Wait, is this like a Christmas routine you're just throwing out <laughs> That was a great gift. Like, oh. Yeah, he yeah. was not. He fought that a lot less than Roger did. Yeah. yeah but yeah. Your, your dad was just like, and then he was like smiling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, That'd maybe. Really happy. Maybe age does something. I don't know. Maybe he's also, yeah, he's very happy that Carlene is now his daughter, too. Um, I'll be in good hands. Yeah. <laughs> Carlene's pretty efficient with things <laughs> yeah. so um but yeah that was for me shocking for well I was shocked by your dad dancing for sure um and I was surprised my mom danced too because she she dances like that around the house all the time whenever she's in a good mood but she also is very reserved around people and would not dance around people but she had she had some wine and she was happy so she did her little funny <laughs> shuffle yeah. that she does with her little facial expression that's always combined with it and so that made us us happy too we got to see her signature dance so to speak so <laughs> I'm glad she was feeling relaxed enough and that, I guess that wasn't that surprising but it was a nice touch yeah. <laughs> Last, last question. <laughs> if you guys had a message for yourselves in three years, what, what would your, what do you want to say to yourselves? Mm-hmm. You speak, go first? speak to yourself. Um, to the mic. To myself. You're doing great, <laughs> and keep keep trucking. Um, and it's a long road ahead, but it goes by quick. So stay present, and even if it's challenging, know that you know the 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 juice is worth the squeeze. The fruit is worth the squeeze. Whatever it is. Um, you did this for a reason, so don't don't doubt yourself. And um, yeah. Keep spreading love and kindness and compassion and wonder and uh, just try to be a better human being than yesterday. Mm-hmm. Say, I 
love you, Phil. I love you, Phil. <laughs> hey, Carlene. I know. I know you hate the sound of your own voice, but it's okay. <laughs> it's all gonna be okay. Um, if if you're if you're in the thick of things with family roles, potentially, hopefully, parenting roles, just remember that. We do expect that to be the most challenging, one of the most challenging parts of the marriage, and that that is one of the, the biggest trials that a couple will have to go through. So, try to stay present as much as possible. Remember that things do not need to be perfect, or, or even ninety-eight percent perfect. Fifty is okay, um, and. Remember to reach out to your brother as often as possible if he's not already moved back down to Utah. And text Jeanette every week as well. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Round <laughs> <Yeah>. four. Yeah, we're gonna say eight forty-eight. Victorville. Yeah, after for the wedding. Yeah, after the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> a couple hours away from LA, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. 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 Taking a little breather. Yeah. Yep. And remember, remember your so love fast. will always oh. win. So. Yes. Thank you. Yes, Yes. Wise words. And off to your honeymoon tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Get, yeah. get us some babies. <laughs> <laughs>